So all of us as creatives have unique talents that are natural to us. In fact, so natural that they shouldn't be compared with anyone else. Today, how to build your life around your talent, that original gift in order to attract your best life in 3, 2, 1. Pushing the boundaries of expectations and rewriting the rules of adventure are the reasons we get up in the morning. This is a way of life, a huge and growing community of explorers and adventurers, leading the way, blazing new trails, and raising the bar. We share your hunger for a life without limits, and we know you'll stop at nothing to get there. Greetings and welcome back to another episode of Dynamic Kinetic Belief Studies. Through the excavation of our desires and the analysis of manifested artifacts, along with non-physical energetic anomalies. <laughs> Email address is kineticbelief at stephencanyon.com. Stephencanyon.com is the website. Hello, Miss Maggie. <laughs> Hello. How are you? What am I getting myself into oh, today? Oh, you, are you ready? I thought I was, but... Did you bring your shovel? No, I'm not so and your sure. pickaxe? Let's do some excavations today. Let's do it. I love that. That would be so cool. Speaking of um, uh, shovels and pickaxes and that kind of stuff, windshield repairman just left. Yeah. He was out front. And oh, by the way, he said that if, if we get hit by another rock... On the front of that Jeep and the, on the windshield, he said, don't bother fixing it. He said, just replace the windshield. <laughs> I guess it would just be one big repair. Yeah, one big patch. It's, it's that kind of guy. It's the kind of thing where they just fill up the little uh, yeah. pot. Right, right. He said, that's it. You're at your limit. <laughs> we just re- he got to throw the whole Jeep away. <laughs> that's it. <laughs> replace it. Well, today we're talking about the original gift of our talents. Can, can you remember any defining moments as a young girl? where you realize that you were different? I mean, uh, do, you, do you have that moment maybe, I don't know, you're two, you mean, two years old, and hey, I'm different, three, um, four. Well, yeah, I probably do. So I was homeschooled until second grade, and so my interaction with other kids was, was kind of limited until I went to a, you know, a normal school. Um, and it was really interesting. We did a show and tell one of the first days, one of my first days in a school at second grade. And I took my violin and I played, um, a really fun sort of fiddle song for my class. Well, how cool is that? And so you were what age? Um, I would have been five. Oh, wow. So five years old. No, sorry. Six, six, six years old. Yeah. Okay. So even at six years old, you know, people are bringing in, uh, yo-yo. And, yeah, uh, yeah, they're bringing pl- in Play-Doh. Right, exactly. So they were sort of just bringing in like little toys and things, and I brought in my violin oh, and played violin. And that was um, okay. interesting, an interesting comparison. Oh, I'll bet so. Because I had wow. no idea that that was different. Well, do you remember <laughs> if that had an effect on you, or do you remember your your thought process? You, you know, obviously there's an awareness, yeah. but do you oh, remember absolutely. kind of the inner dialogue at that age that... Yeah, it it definitely made me and it made me feel special, and it it sort of made me feel like I had something to offer, something different. Interesting. Yeah, it made you feel special, but then there was some inner dialogue. Obviously, you're having a conversation like this is different. Or where's everybody, everyone else's instrument? Yeah, or everyone else's talent, talent show sort of or thing. whatever yeah. it is. Yeah. Yes. Well, because actually, and that's a good point because you know we. I think there's always, and especially with musicians, you think of your musical ability as a, a talent. And certainly there's an innate talent for music that mm-hmm. many of us come into the natural with. But then, uh, you know, you can take that talent and 
learn a skill with it to apply it toward a violin mm -hmm. or a tambourine yeah. or rocks or yeah. anything that'll make a sound to to yeah. demonstrate the talent that's already within. It was very, it very much um, became a part of my identity, I think, from that mm -hmm. point on, because it is very different, you know, when you have those, those sort of giftings. Interesting thing to think about, and I think there's value in uh, those thoughts of all of us to take a minute and go back. Do you remember the first time? Because all of us are, have something different and unique about us. Yeah. A talent that we come into the natural with every single person, every creative is born mm -hmm. into the natural with a unique gift, a unique talent. And so that's the question yeah. of the day is, what is yours? Do you remember not, that occasion? And it's not necessarily just based in the arts. That could be a spiritual talent. You could have a talent for, you know, sort of seeing the world in a different way, that the way it needs to be seen. It can be so many things. That's right. Yeah, I, I remember... And I think it was also in the first grade. Yeah. And this wasn't so much built around uh, any specific talent, but I remember sitting in this the school cafeteria, and I had my chocolate milk and my f fish sticks and <laughs> my pudding cup and whatever. And little Mark Allen, redheaded Mark Allen, is sitting next to me. Okay. And we just did a presentation on some presidents or something or learned about that in class. And we're sitting in the lunchroom and I go, Mark, we're different. I'm somebody. I said, did you know you're somebody, Mark? Well, <laughs> Mark, I mean, he didn't. I don't even think he, he just kind of, you know, his he pudding. just kept chewing his, his, his fish stick. And I don't think he really had a, had an answer for me. He just kept chewing his hair. Isn't that amazing? You can remember things, <laughs> <laughs> right? But you can remember those first. Uh, yeah, it's wild. And, and it's, it's interesting too, because you don't, you're not quite aware of it until you're asked. So that's a great question. It's really vital for all of us to take a minute and go back and try to remember the first time you realized that you were different because all of us are. But then somewhere along the way, we seem to toss that notion away and try to conform ourselves with everybody else. That's why this is so important. Do you think that most uh, of us realize that we are different in childhood or do you think that that can come later? That realization can come later in life as well. You know, I believe that all of us have, an, it's an awakening. Mm. It's an, a sense of awareness, a sense of yeah. self at sense some point self, yeah. that, that happens Activates. that's probably strong enough that it imprints, yeah. that we can go back to rewild ourselves away from all of the, the domesticated uh, abuse of negative energetics and go back to that first moment whenever it was that mm -hmm. you can stir up in your cognitive thoughts and revisit that to to go back to the time of that awakening yeah. because therein you can begin to branch out and construct and build your genius of purpose. Mm. And that's why I think it's important today we're talking about the original gift of your talents from day 47 of the guided journal. If you've got one, you might want to open it up and follow along <laughs> and let's just read from some of the guidance that's there yeah. on day 47. Okay. It says that you possess more talent natural to you than anyone else. Your aptitudes are unique and should not be compared to anyone else. So stay in your lane to win your to win your race. Find inspiration within. That's so important, isn't mm. it? <laughs> yes. You know, we can find inspiration outward, and that's a good thing, but inspiration for your natural, our natural gifting and talents should always come from within. In other mm. words, we don't want to 
chase after what we uh, admire in someone else and say, that's my call on my life. Yes. Use it for inspiration. But then the call and your purpose is going to be located within. You use that, that outward expression of a gifting from someone else as inspiration to ignite our own original gifting of talent that we find within. Well, and like you told us before, it, there is a, di- a huge difference between being inspired by something and imitating something and developing an awareness for where you fall on that spectrum is, is, is so important to find, to looking within. Exactly. And so, it, and it says here again on day 47, that it will lead you to your perfected life by imagining the highest viewpoint of you. Mm. So there it is. You're imagining not the highest viewpoint of Michael Jordan, it's the highest viewpoint of Meg, of Steve, <laughs> of whoever. And so be proud of your individualism. And be eager to share. Mm. You possess wonderful, unique gifts from your creator. So determine to be a re-gifter and you <laughs> will expand for more. And I like too how it said that it's going to lead you to that highest viewpoint. I think that's how it was phrased. Um, and so it really it really feels like you're, you're teaching us that you need to tether yourself to that unique, innate gifting that's that's only that only you possess and then that's going to to carry you through and that's a good word mag tether hold on to it and we talk about that all the time you know we we uh stay connected with stay Mm -hmm. attached to and that's what the the beauty of the journal is is it keeps us from drifting too far away from our our purpose uh for Mm -hmm. being yeah and so we stay tethered to that highest viewpoint and then the journal what it does is it positions us to be able to construct and blueprint and daily work on a highest viewpoint today, for example. Let's just take day 47. Our highest viewpoint for day 47 will not be our highest viewpoint for day 80. <laughs> Things are going to change True. between here and there. Yeah. You discover what you can, assuming that it's going to expand and you'll know more and, and see more and develop more. Oh, and that's the purpose for the guidance is to expand our expectations, mm. expand our desires, expand that bigger picture. There's always a bigger picture than the biggest picture. Mm. You know, it's it, it interesting. <laughs> I worked one time I worked in a gym and I remember hearing these guys discussing how as you get older, you actually can expand your capacity for muscle which I thought was an interesting concept that technically a 24 year old cannot put on as much muscle as, you know, a 40, a 44 year old that's been doing the same thing for so long. One would think, but technically that's Mm -hmm. how the body works. And that's kind of how I see this, that as you work through that journal and as you work through this process, you're quite literally expanding your, your capacity for belief and for what you can believe for. That's really cool. That's true. And you're exercising in your expectations by, by meditating on the guidance that's provided in the, 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 uh, journal. So as you meditate through this, for example, determine to be a re-gifter and you'll expand for more. So what does that mean mm-hmm. to be a re-gifter? That means to empty your vessel because when you are filled, when a vessel is full, well, there's not capacity for more, is there? Mm-hmm. But what happens energetically is we begin to share our giftings, our natural talent with others, with the world. We don't keep it hidden and locked away as we become a, a, an outward expression of that. We allow the, the energetics of that creativity to flow through us, thereby providing a space for expansion and growth yeah. through that process. And so when, you, when you're describing that, is that as straightforward as making sure that you're always going through your day and your life blessing others and giving to others and focusing on, on in 
bettering their life, bettering mm. others' yeah, lives. I mean, is great. that what that is? Absolutely. That's right. That's the reason. That's the reason for being. That's why there is a, a so-called collective. Not so that we can all be the same, but so that we can share our mm. diversity. Mm. And I it's like in that. the sharing that we all grow and we all develop and we all benefit. Right. And that's unconditional love, isn't it? Oh, absolutely. So today, the original gift of your talents, day 47. And let's begin. What is the difference between a talent and a skill anyway? Mm. So a talent is an innate passion that's naturally inborn and unique to us. Mm. Okay. So and a skill is an expertise. It's like the violin, which is acquired and developed by learning. But what you do with the violin is you're taking your talent and then turning it into a skill for, for the instrument. Yeah. Our individualistic talents are a gift of creation to each of us individually, and they assist our genius of purpose. A skill is an ability in which we put our time and our efforts to develop uh, the, the, the skill. Skills can be attracted by desire. That's what's, Now think about that. For example, you know, I had a desire to develop in the skill for playing a piano at the age of four. And so by having and holding on to that desire and creating this imagination for that and holding on to that uh, desire through an expectant gratitude, the skill manifested. And it's the same with any athlete or, or any, any other type of skill. So that's the, the basic difference between a talent and a skill. So we each possess more talent natural to us than anyone else. And even through our aptitudes, even though they are unique to us, do you ever wonder why you haven't seen a real manifestation of a certain victory in your life? Why hasn't it shown up yet? Even though we possess all of these, these wonderful, unique gifts from our Creator, we still need the vehicle that's going to drive our kinetic belief to the finish line. What's going to carry that over? How are we, and like we were talking about earlier, going to remain uh, uh, tethered to or attached to this yeah. thing? To continue to, it's like carrying a football down the field. You know, you take off. No one, <laughs> nobody intentionally takes off running with a football, and after five yards, and there's no one stopping them, just says, "Well, I'm done," and they just throw the ball down, <laughs> unless they cross the finish line. Right. But that's what we, that's what we do with our giftings and our talents. We take off running, mm. and then we become distracted by the proverbial butterfly, and we just start running off to the yeah. to the left or right, and we forget what we were even doing. Well, and I have to say that in my own experience, the biggest distractions from, from talents and giftings and pursuing that has, has just been the, the sort of that day in day out stuff that can sort of pile up over time. And you just find yourself, you wake up one day and for the last three weeks, all you've done is paid bills and go to the store and pick st things up for people. And it just got really weird and you've been so distracted and, and it just, it fade. It's a slow fade, right? It just sneaks in. It's a big word, isn't it? Distraction. Yeah. Distracted. Yes. Yeah. And, and again, um, here it says in your guidance from day 47, it says, stay in your lane to win your race. Mm. That means put the blinders on and stay in your lane. We really obviously enjoy off-roading in our Jeep. Yes, our windshield. I mean, our, our Jeep is one big repair now. <laughs> and for those of you who've done it, then you know that if you've ever driven in the mud or out in the mountains, having the right vehicle can mean the difference between arriving safely at your destination or just being stuck for hours in the same place. <laughs> yes. We we pass many people that uh, yeah, look like they've that. been there for a while. Yeah, yeah. The vehicle is everything. <laughs> yeah, what what we saw, and it looked like just a little... Uh, 
little two door sedan. I not didn't a recognize the, I don't know what the it was. kind, but yeah, it was it was but very. It was, how did they get it there? Yeah, <laughs> right. And I certainly don't know how they were going to get it out of there. Yeah, but I don't know how they were getting stuck. out, but it, you did wonder how they <laughs> got in there. It, in the it was a place. suburbia little car, and it was in the middle of the mountains on boulders. Wow. Amazing. Yeah, they were so, being helped. So. <laughs> they were. But choosing the right vehicle at the beginning of the journey, mm. that is the best way to go. You've got to choose the right vehicle. When you say vehicle, are we? Are you thinking that skill and that innate, unique skill that we're pursuing? Ah, the same oh. is true with kinetic belief. Okay. All right, so it can. Here we go. Let's talk proverbial. Let's let's get out here into the the. Uh, that's it. That's the word. <laughs> it can it can often be a rocky, muddy, and steep road to the finish line, which. Off-roading, absolutely. It's <laughs> rocky. It's steep. Where you can and but you want to get to the finish line where you can see the manifestation and you can see the victory. It's off there in the distance. So we want to keep going, regardless of what's in the way, regardless of logs and sticks and mud and rocks and all that stuff. Choosing the right desire will keep you from getting stuck. Mm-hmm. Choosing the right desire will keep you from getting stuck. And that goes back to, okay, you, you are inspired by watching a virtuoso on a, a nylon string guitar. Mm-hmm. Now, that doesn't mean it should be your desire. But it, it does mean find inspiration from that and choose the right desire so that you will not get stuck. Mm-hmm. Maybe you're feeling that way today. Maybe you're right now you're sitting there listening to the podcast and you're going, well, Steve and Megan, I feel stuck. <laughs> Right. Well, perhaps you've imagined, uh, journaled and meditated to journal and began attracting a dedicated desire into your life. Maybe you've already uh, blueprinted some desires like we're talking about. But then three days later, fear and doubt is, is back in full force in your life, back in your life. Maybe it's even worse now than it was before. Hmm. You were doing just fine when you started the journal and now you, you are tied hmm. up in knots. And you can't quite figure out <laughs> what happened. Or maybe you've been working your kinetic belief and you're reciting your affirmations of gratitude. And those are getting longer and you're, you're really into this thing. And you're believing for a financial breakthrough. And things start off looking pretty good. And then suddenly it's, it's just as if you're right back to square one. So what's the problem? Look, on again, off again belief. On again, belief, off again, belief, back and forth will start the quantum substance of attraction. You're on again and then stop the process of attraction. You're off again. Results are up and down. They start and stop. Look, to get to the finish line, we've got to keep the switch of unwavering uh, kinetic belief turned on and use a vehicle that can navigate the off-road terrain ahead. And that vehicle is called patience. Patience. If you're willing to stand forever, you'll never have to stand for long. In other words, patience is being consistently constant the same day in and day out in alignment with your articles of faith. And, I, you know, as, as you're teaching us about this today, I kept thinking, too, what role does passion play? And then you've kind of brought this full circle to say that the vehicle that's going to get you there is patience. And that's so important, isn't it? Because it seems like 
that being excited is going to be what gets you over the finish line. And that is not it because excitement comes and excitement goes and you have up, like you said, you have those ups and downs and things come and they, they'll challenge you, but it's that dedication to patiently pressing forward and, and making sure that you're always having that linear forward movement. That's going to make this happen. Great point. You know, excitement is a tricky word. You can be excited because of the prize or you can be excitedly fearful that you're not going to win the prize. Either way, you're excited. Yeah, well, and, and it can fade, and it can, yeah, it's just, it's very volatile. Well, what happens when we put a time limit on the manifestation, and we're excited about uh, uh, believing it's going to show up, and Tuesday comes, and it's not here, what happens to our excitement? It fades. Wah-wah. And that, that means that you have bought into b- the belief that it's not going to happen for you. Mm. Then what happens? Well, that hammer stops <laughs> wow. working to construct the yeah. form of what you were believing for. And it totally undermines your belief system you in that do. moment. That's right. Wow. Yeah. So now patience, patience, patience isn't as exciting as manifesting belief, is it? I mean, oh, yeah, no. it's there's like, something that's it's just very not, beige. It's, yeah, I'm not real <laughs> patient. Why do I have to be patient? You know, that's, that's not fun. Wait, don't turn this off. Come back. <laughs> but, but it's absolutely a necessary vehicle to get our manifesting belief to the finish line. Yes. We have to have it. We did not create the power of belief or even design it. No, the desire that has been proven to exist before the big bang, the creator designed you and me designed KB Creatives with the authority and constructive power of belief. That's our DNA. That's who we are. You don't have to believe it. It's still who you are. So it is the artist responsible for our creative artistry. That's not only the author and finisher of our creative faith, but who has also given us the ability to reach our destination even when we're tempted to quit. We have everything that we will ever need to be able to reach our destination. Even when we get discouraged and want to give up on a dream or to give up on a promise, we have been given everything we'll ever need to keep on keeping on even when we're tempted to quit. So what is what would you say is the easiest, well, maybe not easiest, what's the best way to lock into that consistency, to lock into that vehicle of patience? Again, it always goes back to identity, doesn't it? You've got to know who you are. And and just because there's a temptation to cave in and quit and give up, that doesn't mean that you have to. Um, we weren't created to quit. The idea of quitting is a fabrication of the imagination. That's not who we are. You and I, every creative came into the natural and were created to win. We are winners. We came into the natural winners to develop and grow and to become. We grow naturally. You're, you're taller than you were when you first got here physically. Mm. Well, you didn't do that because you wanted to. That's you, you are a winner. You're a grower. Mm. You are a developer. So we, we, we're not to cave in and quit. We choose on purpose to honor who we were meant to be by moving forward on purpose. You know, the really cool thing about all this is, is that the universe is equipped to meet us with every supernatural power that will ever be necessary for us to be able to manifest our heart's desires. Hmm. Isn't that amazing? It is. It's all there. We don't have to create, we don't have to create creation, the substance for anything that we can think of or imagine or desire. It's already there. Mm. 
It's in our toolbox. We just have to use our belief and not adhere to and rely on any kind of negative energetics, the fear or the anxiety or the frustration or uh, become impatient. Impatient is really a byproduct of fear, isn't it? It is. Absolutely. Well, with kinetic belief, we get started. That is the beginning of taking the reins and control of your identity and your articles of faith, your purpose for being, your genius of purpose, going back to the beginning. And then with patience, it is with patience. Patience is the vehicle that we're going to use to finish the race. Mm. It is interesting how, you know, we're just sort of drifting through life. And then all of a sudden, when we start believing for something, we get really worked up that it's not happening immediately, you know, as if everything was just humming along before. (laughs) It's just funny how becoming impatient is, is an interesting byproduct of wanting something and, and believing for something. You know, something that's really exciting, um, when you talk about like taking a while and, and you're not seeing it show up as quickly as you would like, mm-hmm. if you're doing everything that you're supposed to be doing as a kinetic believer and you've got your gratitude in place and you're believing and you're thinking it and you're imagining and desiring, and you're blueprinting your thought forms and you're talking about it and you're grateful every day in present tense for already having received it. And, and time seems to keep coming and going and coming and going and you're not seeing anything. You know what that means? It's going to be bigger and better and greater than anything you ever thought of or imagined when it finally gets here. The bigger the building, the longer it takes to construct it. The bigger the plaza in the downtown area uh, is, the longer it takes to build it. So if you started, for example, to imagine to uh, manifest something today, and by 6 o'clock tonight it shows up, well, that's great, good for you. But it's probably a small gift, mm-hmm. a small thing that you've manifested and attracted to form. Right. But when those circumstances change and it's a big, huge thing that's going to show up, it may take a little mm-hmm. more time. So I say rejoice and again rejoice at the longer that it takes because it's going to be good when you finally see it. <laughs> I love that analogy that you've given us before. Just this idea that when you the seed time harvest, when you plant and you know it's in the ground and you've and you've planted it properly you have to make sure that you're giving it time to take root that's the first step and it's the the invisible step to us and the thing what stops something from uh, that's been rooted from growing fear says go out there and dig it up and see if there's roots on it it. i gotta go take it out of the ground (laughs) and see if there's some roots that are spreading out and when you do that it stops growing yeah that's that's amazing, isn't it? Leave it alone. Leave and it let it alone. do what leave it alone and just know that <laughs> just it's doing what it's supposed to be doing. <laughs> Look, mm-hmm. here's how this is how patience, the vehicle that will get our creative belief to the finish line works. When we make it our primary source of transport, first, avoid double mindedness. Mm-hmm. Recognize it when double mindedness starts to show up or flip flopping get to the finish line. That's never pretty, is it? (laughs) You see somebody crossing the finish line, flip-flopping. No, (laughs) (laughs) never good. good. (laughs) KB creators make certain that our belief is centered and aligned with the positive energetics of unconditional love. Do not second guess. Get out of the, the habitual path. How often do we do that? Well, I got a great plan and this is what we're going to do. And, uh, everybody ready to pack your bags. We're going on this trip do you think we should go? That's not pretty <laughs> No second either. guessing. No, think of it this way. A person with divided loyalty is as unsettled as a wave of the sea that is blown and tossed by the wind. Mm. 
And those kind of people shouldn't expect to continually manifest any good thing. Why? It's because their loyalty is divided between life-expanding, life-giving, light, and the positive energetics of love, and that of fearful, toxic, anxious thoughts of lack and failing negative energetics, all that. And, it's, and because their loyalty is divided, well, that person's unstable in everything that they do. This is a great place for us to pause and just let's do a quick self-evaluation. Let's take just a moment. And um, I want you to think about what you're believing for right now. Whatever good desire it is that you're receiving as already done in your life, whether it be a promotion, maybe it's something to do with your family. It might have to something to do with financial increase, or maybe it's healing in your body. Now, you can probably think of many, many times when you've been strong in your desire regarding what you're hoping for. But can you think of those times when you've started to get blown and tossed by maybe statistics or turned around by your symptoms? Maybe you've been thrown off balance by your bank account. Has that ever happened to you? Or deflated by missed opportunities. Well, you should have been there yesterday. <laughs> Look, if you let negative circumstances throw you off the course of your belief, then you got out of the vehicle that was driving your kinetic belief. That thing that was driving your faith, the substance of your hope. You got out of the manifesting power of patience. Now, the problem is, when we get out of our vehicle, we aren't moving forward anymore, are we? We just climb right out of the car, right out of our vehicle. Remember, the third, the third part of our productive kinetic belief is action. And the kinetic energy, that's the, uh, that, that's the act of moving forward toward the thing that we are attracting. Now, when this happens to us, look, we shouldn't expect to attract anything that we're hoping for to manifest into our lives. Forget about it. You know, you, you are now living on accident, by accident. You are, whatever happens may happen or may not. That's why, look, it is so vital to avoid flip-flopping in our belief and in our speaking and in our persevering to stay the course of our belief. Just like the guided instruction says on day 47 of the Law of Attraction Guided Journal, kinetic believers determine to work on our thought forms within to be proud of our individualism and be eager to share with others. And, and when we purpose to stay in our lane to win our races and we do this consistently, we look to find inspiration within. And then every, everyone struggles in this area, at least for just a short time when starting off. Mm. And we, we learn to master the universe around us. And you know, the best part is that we have been equipped to do just that. We come into this world, and that's who we're supposed to be. And boy, do we get distracted. And we go running off after whatever this person's chasing after. Mm -hmm. And then they have something, and what, what do you have? Maybe that's for me. We spend most, most people will spend their entire life mm -hmm. doing that. When everybody else seems to just be losing control, we, when we're doing this correctly, and the world certainly seems to be spinning out of control right now, doesn't it? But when we, as KB creatives are doing this the right way. People that know you will look at you and they'll think, my goodness, when did you become so peculiar? Mm. <laughs> because we, we look strange to everybody else because we're no longer moved by the noise of the fear of the world. Yes, it takes practice. 
like you were talking about, to become a kinetic belief creative champion. But we can do it. You see, the power of patience is a working power. It is a working power. And like you've said before, it's a practice and it's something that you you exercise in it. And then when you fail to do it, you regroup and you go again and you go again. And eventually you become a patience ninja and oh, like <laughs> you become a so patience ninja you become so that is good so at good. it i'm with the t-shirt <laughs> i do too i'm a patience ninja <laughs> the headband well that's great it, when our chosen beliefs have a tendency to waver it's patience being a patience ninja <laughs> that comes to our beliefs aid in order to make certain that we continue to stand mm continue to stand and we don't change from that and continue to move toward it. And I'll tell you something else. When we open ourselves up for wisdom, maybe you're, you're missing some information mm-hmm. and you're thinking, I just don't know how to do this. If we will gratefully ask for wisdom and look for, look within, we'll always find the answer. And that's such a good point that when you, when you hear like a podcast, like this podcast today, you are in a sense taking on responsibility for this knowledge. You're now responsible for knowing that patience is your vehicle to get you over that line and to get to, and to get you to that point that you want to arrive at. And so all of a sudden, you know, this knowledge, it's, it's, it, it goes from being just normal book smarts, I guess you could call it to revelation knowledge. And it's the good kind of excitement that always builds up within me. The longer it takes, I'm continually going, this is going to be good. Yes. Oh, this is going to be good. You're it's another it. day and I don't see anything. This is really going to be good. And that's a good point that, you know, this is the type of patience that it's it's charged up by positive gratitude. It is not a grueling I'm, you know, I'm I'm languishing in my patience, you know. Woe is me. <laughs> Woe is me. No, this is the it, this is the positive energetic type of patience that we can get so excited about. Well, holistically speaking, if you continue to work this in the proper way, the law of attraction is going to bring to you what you need, what is required in order for you to become bigger and better. Mm. And you won't get something that you shouldn't have. Right. When you're doing this properly. Now, the power of patience is necessary to keep our belief strong and to keep our belief moving forward. And if patience is not in its place, well, we're just going to come apart at the seams, aren't we? Yes. That's why almost every everywhere that we find a successful kinetic believer living their best lives, filled with happiness and joy and prosperity and, and good health, we also find patience. Always. Any kinetic belief that is attracting the substance of things hoped for to manifest a heart's desire for all to see and patience, those two combined are the power twins. They <laughs> like get the that. job done. <laughs> They'll get it done. They have your back. <laughs> One of the power twins is a ninja. Maybe they're both ninjas. I like that. <laughs> Together, belief and patience will produce the original gift of our talents every time. Mm. Together, belief and patience. Belief and patience. And I like, and I like how you just said every single time, because this is something that we can count on. We're not being patient to see, we're being patient to manifest and to, to, to make sure when I say to see, I meant to see if it'll show well, up no, that's okay. you know, to see if it'll work. <laughs> yeah. Yes. We're not being patient to see if it'll work. We're being patient to see, Yeah, to see the manifestation. It's an expect, yeah. it's an expectant patience. Mm. Thomas Wolfe wrote in his novel, The The Web and the Rock, he said that if a man has a talent and cannot use it, he has failed. Mm. And if he has a talent and uses only half of it, he's partly failed. If he has a talent and learns somehow to use the whole of it, 
he has gloriously succeeded and won a satisfaction and a triumph few men will ever know. Mm. We're achieving great things by, by mm. going through this. Yeah, right? So be proud of your talent. You're achieving great things by going through this. Your individualism is a great thing. And remain eager, by all means, to share your talent, your natural gifting with mm. others. And this is all rooted in that kinetic consistency that I have only found by journaling, by going through the journal and receiving that guidance again and again and again, because it is like a logbook. It does keep you on that charted course that you want so desperately to stay on. We need to grow our wisdom. That's what the, that's what the guidance in the journal does is it helps you to little by little absorb more, to become more, to expect more. And we are increasing and dynamically developing in our expectations. Well, let's do some of that now and let's work on some guided thought forms for the original gift of your talents. Day 47 from the guided journal. Everyone together now. Here we go. Are you ready? Yeah. Just say this. Say, I have limitless access. I have limitless access. To the talent within me. To the talent within me. I have the gift of talent. I have the gift of talent. To attract success. To attract success. My talent is a gift. My talent is a gift. And I'll offer it to you. And I'll offer it to you. I use my talent in positive ways. I use my talent in positive ways. To create. To create. To inspire. To inspire. And to enjoy. And to enjoy. I avoid hurting others. I avoid hurting others. Or calling Causing pain. Or causing pain. With my knowledge. With my knowledge. Or my gift of talents. Or my gift of talents. I know my talents are a part of a bigger plan. I know my talents are part of a bigger plan. For who I'm supposed to be. For who I'm supposed to be. So I invest time. So I invest time. And effort. And effort. To strengthen my talents. To strengthen my talents. I use my talent at work and at home. I use my talent at work and at home. To the benefit of everyone. To the benefit of everyone. I understand that talent. I understand that talent. Is a unique gift. Is a unique gift. And I cherish mine. And I cherish mine. I cherish yours. I cherish yours too, Steve. Oh, stop it. What? Thank you. I love you. I love you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what a what a fun podcast today. I I like meditating on these things because it when you do when you meditate spe- specifically on your giftings and talents, it does sort of cause that unique identity to well up in you and it is very exciting. You know, it is exciting to this idea that we do have something to offer others and to offer the world that only we can offer and that in a sense the world and the collective need us and they need our differences and our unique skills and talents. And you know something else too uh, is it's vitally important that when you begin the process of understanding what your talents and and your giftings are the, the best way to do that is you've got to set aside some time, even before you begin the process of journaling and going through the 100-Day Guided Journal to blueprint your life. You really need to set aside some time, get away from the noise of the world, get away from the noise of the family, mm. the noise of whatever, turn off the television, time out, stop doing, stop life, mm-hmm. and retreat, get away, and locate your genius of purpose. And like we started today's podcast... Go back to the beginning. Do you remember the first occasion when you recognized that, hey, I'm there's something t- different about me, or maybe it was a, maybe maybe you were in co- maybe you were at a frat party in college and you're looking around going, this isn't me. <laughs> <laughs> chances are probably good. These are pretty good chances. So, but yes. regardless, you've got to rewild yourself. You got to get away. You know, it's amazing how many people are fearful of being by themselves. Yeah. 
for any extended period of time because it's a big they, unknown. and that is the identity crisis because you haven't yes. taken that time to know your thoughts original thoughts and embrace those and, and, and begin again to fall in love with yourself. You are lovely, lovable, unique, one of a kind to be loved and first and foremost by yourself. Fall unconditionally in love with yourself. Go back to the beginning and ask the question and then wait for wisdom to fill in the answer and look within to understand who you are. What is your genius of purpose? What are your original giftings in those talents? And then start working out from there. And if you need and want some assistance with this process, you can go to our website at stephencanyon.com. And you could download. It's a simple 12-page workbook for your genius of purpose. You can take that and get into a creative writing practice. And it's going to prompt you and lead you through that to help you understand who you are and perhaps your genius of purpose. And also, we've mentioned the journal a few times today. It's really a a hybrid. It's a book and a journal. Um, But that's available at stephencanyon.com as well. And I love Day 47. It's one of my favorite designs. I think think it's the yellow. Yellow is my favorite Beautiful. And by the way, you, Megan, designed the entire book, and Mm -hmm. every page is different artwork throughout all of it, and it's inspiring, and it's Mm -hmm. beautiful. It's so fun to go. I, I think that makes it so fun just to go through it and see what the designs are for the next day, and it makes it feel really fresh day after day. What is the little, what is my quote for the day there in the top? It says, the essentials for attracting your perfected life are not what lifestyle and money magazines generally discuss. Mm. Isn't that true? (laughs) That was pretty easy. (laughs) Deep. Let's go get some lunch. <laughs> that sounds good. I'm needing right. it right now. Love to all the KBs out mm. there. And thanks, Steve, as usual, for all the wisdom. Sure. Bye.